Welcome to Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series on the hospitality tabletop industry. Now, here's your host, Dave Turner. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of our Seat Yourself podcast. I'm Dave Turner, and I'm your host here for Seat, at Seat Yourself. And Seat Yourself is our weekly podcast that covers the news and the items of interest and the items that are always relevant to the food service and hospitality industry. This is episode number 103 of Seat Yourself, and it's published the week of December 28th, 2020, and it's going to be our last episode of this craziest of all the years. Looking back, it's almost hard to imagine that we've been publishing Seat Yourself for over two years now, and with, of course, we've had multiple pivots all along the way. In today's episode, we're going to touch on the concept of gratefulness, but in a slightly different way than we've talked about it before, and you'll see what I mean in a moment. And first of all, before we get started, in a year like we've had in 2020, it'd be hard to discuss the concept of gratefulness without taking a moment to thank all the people, all people all around the entire world who've worked hard to keep us safe and healthy during this pandemic year. The frontline workers in the healthcare services industry are nothing less than amazing, and we should keep them all firmly in our prayers. They put themselves at risk every single day, and we need to be truly grateful that these special people are out there working hard to keep us safe. And now for this week's episode, I'd like to do something different. I'd like to tell you a story about my friend Ben. Actually, Ben is my nephew, and he was my friend. And last week, I returned from a quick turnaround trip to Las Vegas. That's where Ben lived. I went there to support Ben's family as we lost Ben a handful of days ago to the COVID virus. Ben's death is particularly difficult as his family still is yet to get over his mother's passing a little more than eight months before. Now, I love the city of Las Vegas, but I have to admit, my last two trips, they've not been much fun. Back to my story about my friend and nephew, Ben. Ben was an artist, an artist with a deeply creative soul and a razor-sharp mind, and a razor-sharp tongue to match sometimes as well. Ben lived his life exactly as he's wished, He was both an artist and an entrepreneur, and although it was eventually COVID virus that took him, Ben had other underlying health issues as well. To say that Ben, a man in his early 40s, faced challenges, health challenges in particular, that would be an understatement. But the amazing thing about Ben was he never complained. He never bitched or never said, why me? Not once. Ben simply always found a way to live his life, the life he wanted to live. And he was always grateful for the opportunity to do what he loved to do best. And I believe that's what made him a great artist. Ben was grateful for all he had, despite facing so many challenges. And so, gratefulness in the face of many challenges, like the challenges so many of us have faced this entire year. That's what I'd like to talk about in today's commentary. As I said in the intro, today I want to talk about the concept of remaining grateful and how we do that in the face of the great challenges that we all face on an everyday basis these days. Never in my lifetime has there been a year where I can remember when so many of us face the challenges of a lifetime repeatedly throughout the year. Economic insecurity, loss of our job or career, these, these things are such a big part of who we are and our identity. And for so many of us, the loss of close family members or friends. 
These challenges that many of us have faced this year are without precedent. And I'm sure that, at least for some of us, simply getting out of bed every day has had to be considered a major accomplishment, especially given all the relentless stream of dark clouds that have seemed to come our way over these past months. And yet, if you look around us, we still have so much to be grateful for. After all, we still have our relationships with family, with friends, and we still have our professional relationships. And we still have our faith, although there have been days, certainly for all of us, that even that may have been shaken. Many of us have had to pivot, and then maybe even pivot again, and then maybe even pivot for a third time. And for many of us, we've been pivoting at a time in our lives and perhaps our careers when we couldn't have dreamed that we have to do something like a pivot. But that's been the kind of year it's been. I think back to last March when we here at Seat Yourself had to pivot with our content. We were faced with a handful of choices, all of which seemed poor. At a time, we chose to stay in the public square to attempt to put a voice on all that was happening in the industry and perhaps to let our friends and others in the industry know that we aren't alone, but we're all in this together. And let me talk about our industry just for a minute. I'm still so very, very proud to be in an industry called hospitality. Call it food service, horeca, catering, call it whatever you like. But I think the industry that we're all involved in is still the most resilient and the most creative and the most caring and most benevolent industry I could ever have imagined. And it's filled with the biggest hearts and some of the toughest people with such incredible fortitude, more than I could have ever imagined. And that's why I'm so proud to be in this this industry called hospitality. And I'll be forever grateful for the opportunity that I've had to spend time with such amazing people. And it's true that I'm biased towards the supplier side of this great industry. And within that sector, yeah, it's also true that I favor the tabletop category. After all, we're the tabletop matters guys, right? And yes, it's also true that sometimes I'm guilty of pushing my tabletop friends on many fronts. I push them to tell their stories better, to stop living in the 1980s and the 1990s, to be more agile and less bureaucratic, and to look more forward and to look less backward. And yes, I still want our industry to look more to our next generation and less in the rearview mirror. Yes, that's all true. I do actively push this industry to become better and to be its very best. But never should anyone mistake my pushing for a lack of respect or admiration for those whose work takes so much passion and so much talent. No way I have all the respect in the world for others in our industry. After all, I go back to my own personal why. You know what I'm talking about, that Simon Sinek why. My why on on the why of what I do and why I do it is that I could not imagine doing anything else in my life where I get to play in an industry where we all get an opportunity to participate in some small, small way in what are simply the greatest times in other people's lives. These are the times that they sit and enjoy great food and beverage with family and friends and those that they love and hold dear. One, and it's just one, there are many others, one of the silver linings of the COVID pandemic that we've all been experiencing this past year is the amazing realization of what dining out meaning the restaurant business. And by the way, you can insert the entire hospitality and travel industry here as well. An incredible silver lining during the pandemic has been just realizing how much impact that our industry makes, 
not only in an economic sense, and certainly the economic benefits are huge, but I also believe the world has really begun to realize the total impact of the hospitality, the food service, the horeca, the catering, whatever you call it, whatever our business, you, whatever name you want to put on our business, what it makes in the makeup of the fabric of our societies here in America and all around the world. Last week on our other podcast, which is every other Thursday, we had the great privilege to have menu trend and food service research expert Nancy Krauss join us. And she cited a great piece of research done by, I believe she said it came from the company Data Essentials. Nancy, if I've gotten that wrong, please forgive me. But Nancy cited the research that said a recent survey showed that what people really wanted to do as the very first thing they would do when COVID was totally gone, when we returned to pre-COVID freedoms, number one was hug their family and friends. But number two was to dine out in a restaurant. To me, Those two basic survey results are simply amazing, and it reinforces and corroborates my why for doing what I do. I've said it repeatedly. Human beings are hardwired to connect, and that connection, that happens in my mind at least, it happens best over great food and great beverages. And here's a newsflash. It also happens pretty damn well over average food and beverage too. You see, much of that great love and great connection is about memories, and the memories that we create, and the memories that we remember. And many of those memories include that food and beverage experience. To me, food and beverage has a unique ability, I believe, much like music, to transport us, to move us and take us back to another time that we remember, or to create a new time that we'll remember many years into the future. Great memories and great experiences are very, very powerful. We all need them in our lives. A while back, I received another news flash, or better said, a great realization. When I realized a number of years ago that I wasn't really selling plates or glass or cutlery, that what I was really selling was great memories, great connections, and great experiences. That's what matters to me most, and maybe to you as well. In fact, the incredible restaurateur Danny Meyer says it far better than I could ever say it. And he said this, You might think as I once did, that I'm primarily in the business of serving good food. Actually, though, food is secondary to something that matters even more. In the end, what's most meaningful is creating positive, uplifting outcomes for human experiences and human relationships. Business, like life, is all about how you make people feel. It's that simple, and it's that hard. Wow. Real, uh, some really great words from Danny Meyer. And to me, that's my why. I particularly like Danny's line of, in the end, what's most meaningful is creating positive, uplifting outcomes for human experiences and human relationships. And it's the why and why I'm so very grateful today. You know, despite many of us having lost major portions of our businesses this past year, and despite many of us having lost close family and members and friends, despite all the challenges of 2020 that we all have faced and some of those that may continue into 2021, let's all try to remain grateful for the so many blessings we all have in both our personal and our professional lives. And also, I'm also hopeful that we'll take just a few minutes to consider our own whys. Hopefully, that remembrance of those many special blessings and that gratefulness for those will be helpful for all of us with the many challenges we all have to overcome and will continue to endure in the coming months. I know that being grateful has helped me whenever I face challenges, 
And if I need a reminder in the future, my nephew Ben will be a great reminder for me going forward to always be grateful no matter how big the challenges. Gratefulness. Like great memories and great experiences, gratefulness is a powerful emotion. I know I've said it before, but please know that I'm also very grateful for each of you. Your listenership, the texts and emails you send, and the overall strong support you give to me and our team here at Seat Yourself and at Tabletop Journal. I'm very grateful for each and every one of you. The new year is about to be here, so let me take this great opportunity to wish each and every one of you a happy, a safe, and a very healthy new year. I'm Dave Turner. I'll see you next time. That concludes this week's episode of Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series. For more news, information, and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry, please be sure to check out www.tabletopjournal.com.